Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's my future. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of Wild Oil of Oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly rundown of questions that you send to us via questions at drhoffman.net. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And with me today is Layla Mutin, who is our nutritionist in residence. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. How are you? It's great to be back. Uh, literally yes. 24 hours ago, I was uh, strolling the streets of Paris. Wow. And uh, flew in last night, uh, and it is now, uh, although it's 9.30 in the morning here. You've hit uh, the ground running. Yeah, it's 3.30 in the afternoon in Paris. Mm. So my body is, you know, if I'm a little uh, off today, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> That's that, it's the jet lag. Uh, so uh, welcome to today's Q&A session. We endeavor to answer your questions every week here on Q&A with Layla. Uh I was off last week because I was uh, traveling in France, and uh, so during that time, I think we had one of our best ofs, Yes. Uh, which I think people still enjoy because mm -hmm. sometimes they don't listen to each and every one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, so first item of business before we get to questions, uh, we have a new email for questions, questions at drhoffman.net, logically enough. Sure. Uh, our previous uh, email, which was radioprogram at AOL.com, sounds mm -hmm. like a good idea. But uh, uh, it's now come to our attention. You know, it, it, we couldn't access it, mm -hmm. and we couldn't retrieve questions. Fortunately, we have a lot of questions this week because we announced uh, a couple of weeks ago that we had a new destination for questions. Yes. And so we have plenty of questions for today. Mm -hmm. And if you feel that you sent us a question and your question hasn't been answered because it went to the wrong email previous email, uh, resend it to questions at drhoffman.net. And so one of our astute listeners uh, mm -hmm. forwarded to us uh, a, uh, uh, a picture of uh, a screen grab of uh -huh. what they received uh, from uh, radio program at AOL.com. Yes. Uh, and it, it is now evidence that it, we were hacked. We were hacked. Right. Because, and don't worry, it doesn't mean that your entire hard drive has been infiltrated yeah. uh, as a result. It just means that you may uh, get an annoying message, uh, which is to the effect of, hello, can you do me a favor? And I got that message myself. Right. I got that message myself. And so uh, 
don't respond. Yeah, don't respond. <laughs> and if you want, block I deleted it. it. I said, hmm. and if you want, block it. Yeah, you know, send it to junk. Yeah, uh, because uh, you know, we in New York, we know that when somebody stops you on the street and says, "Excuse me, can you do me a favor?" Uh, it's best to be wary. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and on the internet, you have to be exceptionally wary. Yes, because there's all kinds of uh, schemes out there. So uh, that's pretty transparent, though. When mm-hmm. you know, we will not send you an email saying. Could you do me a favor? <laughs> <laughs> or could you give us your personal information? Could you give us your... Yeah, that will never happen. Just confirm your personal information and your credit card information. Yes. Uh, so that we can keep sending you to the newsletter, which is free anyway. Which is free, right, right. <laughs> However, we are asking you for a favor this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want you... Uh, if you subscribe to our newsletter, you're already aware of this. Uh, support our SOS campaign. It's yeah. Save Our Supplements. There's some pretty scary stuff happening in Congress. Mm-hmm. There's a big rush to uh, regulate supplements, and mm-hmm. it is we're really on the cusp of possibly uh, a major defeat in our access to supplements of our choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really an on ha- all hands on deck moment, and I'm personally committed to doing everything I can to preserve your access to potent, innovative supplements of your choosing. Yes. So uh, you can find out about it from our newsletter. Uh, or on our website, or you can go to drhoffman.com slash A-N-H. That stands for the Alliance for Natural Health, of which I'm the medical director, and it's an organization that seeks to preserve our access to modalities of care and supplements uh, that are of our choice, free of um, intrusion by Big Brother and government regulation. They do very good work here and abroad. And I want to make a a special announcement. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you choose to donate, and you're under no obligation to donate, but it's a worthy cause, uh, I will be matching all donations up to a total of $5,000. So, uh, wow. you know, personally committed to, uh, to, to making that uh, organization uh, a potent voice. We have lobbyists uh, in Washington, and we lobby in states, because sometimes it happens at a state level, mm-hmm. and we keep our finger on legislation that may impact our access to supplements. So you'll be learning in, in the next few weeks more about this initiative, but I recommend that you uh, either uh, go to drhoffman.com slash ANH, or go to anh-usa.com uh, and find out about how uh, we need to uh, mobilize yes. to let our voices be heard in Congress, because I mean it sounds well. Well, that's you know we want to we may want to keep people from uh, you know accessing bad quality supplements, and we're just simply for safety and so on and so. On. But they're keeping people from accessing great supplements. Well, there's one. Well, now there's there's an initiative now to block uh, IV glutathione. Uh, IV glutathione is so helpful for patients with wow. all manner of conditions, uh, including. Uh, COVID and long COVID. Yeah. And another special announcement. I know I'm taking some time here. Uh, mm-hmm. We, I have just released uh, a special report, mm-hmm. and it's entitled Immunity Reset, a personalized plan to pandemic-proof your body and build resilience for a long, healthy life. Mm-hmm. That's a mouthful, but it's, it's based on what I've observed and what I've learned and through my research over the past few months in relationship to COVID. And all you, it's free. Just subscribe to the Intelligent Medicine Newsletter at drhoffman.com. Everything is free. Uh, new subscribers will receive a link to download this important report. And if you're already an Intelligent Medicine Newsletter subscriber, you, you just check your email for a 
special edition of the newsletter with your download link. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's quite lengthy and mm-hmm. elaborate. Uh, you may want to read it at, you know, a couple of, a couple of sittings. You know, yeah. we know what people's attention span is these days because <laughs> Twitter and 140 characters. But it, mm-hmm. you know, I think it really kind of runs down the basis for natural immunity. Yeah. Because we all have immunity. Because mm-hmm. think of what happens when we die. Our bodies no longer have immunity. And yes. what happens? Our bodies rot. Yes. So our immunity, even yeah. if we're in the most debilitated condition imaginable, as long mm-hmm. as we live and breathe, uh, we have immunity mm-hmm. and we can fortify that. Yeah. So, Amen. Uh, just some observations on my trip to Paris, yes. which I'll talk a little bit about. Uh, first of all, in going to Paris, I was incredibly apprehensive about whether I might test for COVID. You know, COVID oh, is on yeah. an upsurge. Mm-hmm. And it was not about getting COVID. It was about, like, missing out on the trip. Yes. And so, I, and I, I was working really hard that week, and uh, I think I was a little stressed. And I, I kept fixating. I had like a little, little tickle in my throat, a little soreness. I felt a little tired. It was mm. like, oh my goodness, am I going to pass the test? Yeah. So you have to take a test before you go overseas. So we go, we, we take the test, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's the day of the trip, and we're, we've got a plane, you know, in the afternoon, and you know, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. We didn't get a result. So I, I, I just, and the place is like on the corners, one of those kiosks. That yes. You, you, you There's just, so many of them. Every corner, practically. Mm. Here in, in Here Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. And so, you know, I go back and I say, so what's happening with our test? It says you're going to, you told me that I would, we'd have results that we can take to the airport. And I said, oh, we just did a PCR test. That'll be available in 48 hours. I said, what are you, you know, I just blew a oh, gasket. Wow. It was like, no, you need to do the rapid test and give us proof because we got to, you know, get we on a, get on a plane. We, we need, we're taking a cab in an hour, you know, so, yeah. so a little stress getting to the airport. And then it was like the apprehension, would I be positive? Because I felt a little clunk. Mm. Thank goodness. They retested. They apologized. Negative. We show the certificate. We get on the plane. Okay. Boom. So we go. We went on a Viking tour. It's a boat. And oh. it was really pretty. It was on the Seine and very relaxing. And uh-huh. of course, we, you know, we had a lot of shore activities and we spent a lot of time in Paris and, you know, I saw the sights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, on the boat, they wanted to test us too. Because it's a boat. It's a confined thing. Mm. And there's nothing worse than an outbreak on a boat. Sure. And so, yeah. in spite of the fact that I generally don't wear a mask, mm-hmm. I wore a mask on the boat in deference to the other people. Mm-hmm. And mostly, of course, we sat at dinner and we all talked. We tore a mask off. It's yeah. just absurd. Yeah. But, you know, we went through the ritual of wearing a mask and the crew wore a mask. And so, we tested three days in a row. And lo and behold, we were informed that five couples, mm-hmm. because people tested positive, had to be sort of quietly, discreetly evacuated from the boat. Oh, my. But that meant that they were housed at the expense of Viking at a nice mm-hmm. hotel where they had to quarantine oh, for five days. And so five out of maybe hundred maybe 130 people on the boat, maybe 150 people on the boat, uh, why they came out positive, why nobody else came out positive. Had they acquired it prior to getting on and just simply tested negative and then eventually tested positive. So it created a little bit of a, some apprehension and incentivized us to wear the mask. Now, we went to extremely crowded places, like mm-hmm. the most crowded place mm-hmm. in Paris is the Louvre. Yes. Especially on a Monday when all the other museums are closed. 
And they remarked that this is even without the Chinese, because the Chinese descend in droves on Paris, uh-huh. uh, especially in the summer. But they can't travel because they're under lockdown. Mm-hmm. So this was, I saw virtually no Chinese. Maybe there's some, you know, French Chinese people. You can't tell, you know, unless you hear yes. them speaking. And, uh, and uh, it was mobbed. Virtually no one is wearing a mask. Wow. The French are so over the masking. I mean, really? I felt like kind of like, yeah. an, like an idiot, you know, because I was wearing a mask with my compadres on the tour. Yes. And yes. the French were like, you know, oh, here goes these, you know, American tourists, they're all, they all think that COVID is devastating or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because we had some outbreak on the boat, it kind of substantiated our, our, mm. our masking. All sounds so harrowing. It, it is a little harrowing. It is, yeah. nonetheless, it didn't really put a damper on our experience because we were okay. having fun. And, or oh, the other thing is, uh, I ate and ate and ate because their food is fantastic. Oh, yeah, especially on a cruise. <laughs> and ev- virtually every meal, dessert. Oh, sure. Dessert. Yeah. Hey, you're on vacation. A pastry, a, a crepe, <laughs> a, you know, a tart, yeah. a chocolate mousse. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, and, and they, and they, they encourage us. To, yeah. You know, and it's like, you want two desserts, you want some ice cream, you know, <laughs> it's like, and so I was very curious when I came back, mm. how, how much weight did I gain? Mm. So the, you know, I, I crashed last night because it was many hours later. I went to sleep at eight o'clock and I woke up this morning at the right time and I, and I went to the scale, which I hadn't been, you know, for a week and I did not gain or lose a pound. Very interesting. Well, there you go. You and probably I, did a lot of walking. Did a lot of walking. Yeah. Uh, I think the excitement, you know, maybe burns off calories. Sure. <laughs> Just being there. And uh, I managed, I didn't do any exercise. I managed to get one run mm-hmm. in. I brought my running shoes and, you know, and I ran by the Seine, which was beautiful. Lovely. Uh, Lovely. It was really peaceful in the morning. Nobody else was up. Uh, but I didn't really do much exercise except for the literally a lot of walking, you mm. know, and, and climbing, you know, up into castles and yes, things like that. Yes, yes, yes. So you so, were getting some, yeah, quite a bit of physical it, activity. It was quite interesting. Yeah. So anyway, so, um, but... Uh, Did you have to test for COVID to come back? You tested for COVID before I came back. Proudly displayed our negative to come back. Cause like, to the airline? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be here doing this. <laughs> be, Honestly. It's like... Um, yeah, what if you couldn't come Well, back? I had internet. I could have just like... <laughs> exactly. Uh, Layla, let me tell you about Paris. I'm now quarantining in a hotel. Yes. What are our questions this week? Right. So anyway, we've taken up a lot of the time, usually allocated to questions, but I thought I'd review some of the yeah. things that have been happening. Yeah. Um, so good point at which uh, to pause. And before we get to questions, allow one of our sponsors to share this important message with you. So here goes. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging providing you with the unique energy support of Pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, that's 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com, that's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now, back to our questions. Remember, questions 
new destination for questions, drhoffman.com. Dot net. I'm sorry. Oh, questions wait. at drhoffman.net. You know, in the announcement there, it's wrong. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, where, that's where people can get uh, our newsletter. Yes. It's drhoffman.net. Questions, questions at, at drhoffman.net. That's I'm our sorry. new destination. I'm sorry. It's okay. Back. It's going to take us a little while to get used yeah. to it, too. So, we've got an email here from Mary. Hi, I have a problem with a sore tongue and lips. This has been an ongoing problem. I didn't find much info on this, like what to do. My lips and tongue feel like I've eaten something very hot. Have you heard of this? Thank you for all you do. So what do you think, Layla? Burning mouth syndrome? Yeah. Is that what that That's an entity. Now, first you need to go to an oral surgeon uh, or, or, you know, somebody specializes in uh, an ENT, ear, nose, Mm -hmm. and throat. Uh, to ascertain whether you have something actually going on. Yeah. Uh, you might have a chron- I mean, I've had patients who've had chronic, uh, oral thrush, uh, uh you know, which yeah. is, can cause burning. You know, it's just like women experience vaginal burning and discomfort. Mm-hmm. You can have oral thrush, especially if you are immunosuppressed or if you take a lot of antibiotics. Yes. Or if you have loss of saliva, maybe you've had radiation treatment, or if you're older, you lose saliva. Or you have Sjogren's. Sjogren's, yes. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but burning mouth syndrome is a, it's not an, inf- it's not an inflammation of the mucous membranes. It's a neurological condition. It's a ah. nerve condition. And, uh, Doesn't that need a workup by a neurologist then, or no? It, 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 a neurologist can arrive at the diagnosis. Maybe an ENT can arrive at the diagnosis. Sure, sure. Uh, but it, it can, it's treated with medication. It's treated with uh, things like... Um, B vitamins, B6? Well, B vitamins uh, can help. I mean, certain deficiencies can cause... Can cause burning mouth Burning mouth syndrome or mouth irritation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it's treated medically... Uh, you might use something like uh, gabapentin, you know, medication, yeah. Lyrica, things like Neurontin. Yeah. And or um, uh, you can also uh, use high-dose alpha-lipoic acid. There's actually some, yes. some reports that this nutrient, which is nerve-supportive, it's good for diabetic neuropathy, yes. may be helpful for this, which is a form of neuropathy in the mouth. Yeah. So there's actually some case reports mm-hmm. where that's helpful. But, you know, I, I could just throw that out there, but I don't know exactly what's going on with this lady. She needs sure. a workup. She needs a workup to at least look at deficiencies first, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, it may be a problem of deficiency where the alpha lipoke may help, but may not take you all the way to resolving the issue that t- repleting a deficiency might, right? Exactly. What kind of deficiency? Like B12? Well, rimaflavin deficiency can cause, like, redness of the tongue Which and is mouth irritation. B2. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this usually occurs in people who are on horrendous diets. Mm. And so it's mm. less likely in our population who take vitamins and multivitamins. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Mary, you need a workup. Okay. Start with your ENT. All right. We've got a very interesting question from Sean. Doctor, I'm a longtime listener since WOR. I'm a 50-year-old male. I'm six foot, 215 pounds. I'm an athletic, built, muscular upper body. 
Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of uh, full body so weights. So 215 is cardio. a little heavy, but it could be appropriate. Absolutely. It could be appropriate. It could be appropriate. Yeah, I mean, he would absolutely a, be muscular. Because a six foot running back mm-hmm. could be, you know, 240, 230, yeah. but like solid muscle. Yeah. You know. Normally, my blood pressure has been around 117 over 70 or 125 over 80, right? Recently, I put on 10 to 15 pounds, and now my blood pressure is going as high as. 145 over 85. But some of that weight is muscle. So in addition to losing weight by modifying my diet and not neglecting my cardio workouts, which he is doing, mm-hmm. I'm taking kyolic, I'm taking beet juice, mm-hmm. I'm taking magnesium torate. All of which are what plausible yeah. plausible ways to optimize blood pressure. Yeah. Don't know with this guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it is also I mean the weight gain is it's suggestive that it that could be a component of this, and sometimes people need to shift the emphasis towards more aerobic exercise to lose weight. It sounds like yes. this guy's, a, you know, he's doing it. resistance he's training. He's doing resistance, yeah. and he's doing cardio but, a couple you know, times. Sometimes simply as you age, yeah. you know, your blood pressure edges up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, could it be excessive lead exposure? Uh, could it be, you know... It could be caffeine if you're not used to caffeine, if right. suddenly you're drinking more coffee or tea or anything like that. Uh, it could be a variety of things, but you also want to make sure you're taking your blood pressure correctly. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring something up. Yep. Oftentimes, how many of you raise your hand, but you can't raise your hand on this yep. podcast? You will go to see your doctor, your primary care. You'll be sitting on the exam table where your feet are dangling off the table, mm-hmm. and somebody comes in to take your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And you're holding out your arm. Straight out. Straight out, yep. and they're taking your blood pressure. Two wrong things here. Yeah. Your feet need to be flat on the floor. Right. You should not be supporting the weight of your own arm. It needs to be supported for you. Right. Both of these things can raise your blood pressure. Raise. A third thing that happens when the medical assistant comes in to take your blood pressure in this manner, they're talking to you. They're asking right. you questions. You're responding. Right. If you're responding to questions, if you're right. talking, that can also raise your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. How's your wife? How's your husband? Exactly. How's your Have mother? You it's like raise your blood right there. Exactly. So these are the these are ways not to take your also, blood pressure. Also, one should be somewhat at rest and a little bit yes. chill. Uh, not rushing in. Right. Sitting down and your right. blood pressure is taken. Right. And here's your bill. Right. <laughs> here's your bill. <laughs> exactly. Do you have your insurance card with you? <laughs> right, 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 right. I forgot it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And there is a thing about alternating arms, right? Mm-hmm. If there's a huge discrepancy yeah. between arms, yeah. that might indicate some mm-hmm. atherosclerosis or something, possibly. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. dismiss a high blood pressure even under a little stress because mm-hmm. that suggests that that may not be the most stressful thing that happens to you all day or all week. Yes. It does suggest that you may be creeping towards high blood pressure. But some yeah. people have really bad white coat syndrome. True. Uh, they have uh, had adverse medical experiences. And going into the doctor's office is a conditioned response. They mm-hmm. they just have a surge of adrenaline. Yes. And so those people are tough. It, uh, you need sometimes to do what's called a, uh, uh, you know, 24-hour ambulatory blood pressure monitoring, which is a device that you put on and it inflates periodically and gives you your average blood pressure even while you sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll point out also that for a male, uh, especially, uh, sleep apnea can be an issue. Yes. And when you gain weight, there's a greater tendency to have sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. So uh, that can be a hidden cause of high blood pressure Mm -hmm. because it creates a stress to the nervous system, which even when you're not sleeping, it persists. Yeah. And... I, I 
once in a patient really puzzled me because he was doing everything right. He was on a fantastic vegan diet and he was exercising a ton. And um, he um, uh, had very high blood pressure, couldn't figure it out. And, uh, you know, I turned to his wife and I said, by any chance, does he snore? And she just rolled her eyes and said, uh-huh. oh my goodness, oh, snoring yeah. is thunderous. And then we did a workup <laughs> on him, a sleep uh, study. And uh, he had uh, obstructive sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. And with CPAP, it actually helped to bring his blood pressure down. Yes. Another thing that could drive up blood pressure is drinking. Oh. Drinking regularly. Yeah. You do not have to drink heavily. Yeah. If you're just having a beer or even a glass of wine every right. evening, that can still raise your blood pressure. And I didn't check. Stop. I didn't check my blood pressure going to <clears throat> France, but I, I generally don't drink. Like with a family yeah. or sometimes a special event, I'll have like a beer or have a glass of wine. Sure. Every. I mean, you could you would almost have wine for breakfast. I was thinking there's the one meal where I didn't have wine, but it was yeah. like wine. Would you like some more wine? Would you like some more? Wine? Yeah. Oh, your glass is like half full. Can I fill it for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even at the cheapest restaurant, they could give you like a glass of wine. But in France, do is the French too. Right. right. So, uh, oh, oh boy. Goodness. Yeah. So, Sean, thank you for that question. Good luck in figuring out what's been spiking that blood pressure for you lately. We've got a question from Dan. I'm, I finished a, a round of Cipro, 14 days of Cipro, for a Pseudomonas sinus infection. I understand Pseudomonas in the sinuses is hard to cure. I can still smell the foul smell. Yeah, oh. it, there's a distinctive smell of Pseudomonas. Yeah. That to me is this is 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 in my imprinted in my memory is the smell of Bellevue, where oh, I trained. Okay. Is you know just bad bugs and bad ventilation oh, yeah. in that place, um, which they had they almost had to condemn the entire building and to completely revamp the uh, HVAC because literally it was spreading pathogens all through the hospital. Oh my! Oh my! Not to the advantage of the patients. Yeah. So Dan is wondering, any suggestions on natural relief? I already used clear nasal spray, and I thought That's olive right. leaf extract might help. That might help. That might Look, help. here's the thing. Pseudomonas sinusitis is relatively uncommon, but increasingly common. It's, um, it, it's very tenacious. Mm-hmm. Pseudomonas is a bad bug, and it uh, often becomes resistant to antibiotics. And then there's a problem that it's deep. the infection is deep in the tissue, and the tissue is devitalized, so the antibiotic does not get into the tissue. So clear can help to break up the biofilms, yes. which protect the bacteria. So absolutely clear nasal spray, X-L-E-A-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also recommend bromelain as an adjunct to whatever you're taking, or Wobenzyme, yes. which actually helps a little bit the antibiotic penetrate more yes. deeply. these systemic uh, enzymes. In its, on its own, it won't cure it, but mm-hmm. it may help, systemic enzymes may help to uh, act as an adjunct, even in... Yeah. Uh, chronic, other chronic <laughs> infections. Uh, but, you know, the question is, I would, I really hone in on this person's underlying immunity and then try to support it. Yeah. Why is it persisting? With, uh, right. things that support immunity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know what to suggest. Yeah. Uh, without a workup to see why this guy is prone. But usually it's the result of people who have many sinus surgeries, many chronic sinus infections. And mm. they've gotten rid of some of the more benign bugs, but these more tenacious bugs, which mm-hmm. are antibiotic resistant, become the prevailing, uh, you know, yeah. bacteria. Now, of interest, and I sent you this, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you still have the email, 
but there are now nasal probiotics, and they're beginning to pioneer yes. them. Yes. And let me see if I... Lactobacillus in the nasal passages. Right. In other words, to mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's on the same principle of, you know, if you have a, you use a vaginal douche, douche with uh, some lactobacillus or certain bacteria that uh, mm-hmm. compete with the bad bacteria... Let's see if I have this and I can pull it up for you. And, and while you're looking for that, uh, mm-hmm. Dan, I just want to say if you're taking systemic enzymes like a bromelain or a wobenzyme, you don't want to take it at the time you're eating. Otherwise, these enzymes are going to digest your food. Exactly. That's not what you want. You must take it on a fully empty stomach and you must not eat for at least an hour, hour and a half after you've taken it. Or if you've already had your meal, you've got to wait, wait a full two, two and a half hours before taking it. You want these systemic enzymes to, quote, digest the infection, so to speak, or get let the antibiotics get into your tissues, let, you know, uh, what, what you need to get into the tissues, not digest your food. That's not what the systemic enzymes are for. Okay, this is called probio-rinse for a healthy nose and sinuses. Um, Wow. Is it a probiotic? Yeah, it's a nasal and sinus irrigation solution with probiotics. Now, I haven't tried it, and I've just, I just looked it up. So it, I, it, I cannot vouch for its efficacy, mm-hmm. but it's a premixed buffered sinus irrigation solution, which contains our proprietary version of the naturally occurring probiotic bacteria, Lactococcus lactis. Lactococcus so lactis. Yeah, which is, I never even heard of. Yeah. But this strain seems to be good for the nose. Mm. Um, and mm. it's interesting. I mean, I think that this, I don't know if this is going to be the end all and be all for these kind of conditions, but it sort of presages mm-hmm. uh, a revolution in, in uh, looking at the microbiome. Uh, the um, uh, Sinai has a big department of microbiome research, and they just were awarded an NIH grant to study the role of the microbiome in autoimmune diseases. Yeah. So uh, I think... There's something to this where mm-hmm. the science is in its infancy, but that yeah. may ultimately be the solution. You know, the thing you can do, certain ENTs make nasal antibiotics. You can have them compounded. They're not usually sold regular by regular yes. drugstores, but you can put the antibiotics into a nasal spray, mm-hmm. and that may reduce the side effects of you know, systemic antibiotics mm-hmm. because you take them orally, then they affect every part of the body. Yeah. And upset your microbiome in your intestine. Yeah. You take them nasally less. It's better to take it locally. Locally, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Good point in which to uh, suggest that people uh, forward to part two, because we divide our podcast into two parts. What can we look forward to in part two? When I drink tea in the morning, by the third cup, I'm vomiting it back up. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. We'll mm-hmm. address that when we return. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. Questions go to questions at drhoffman.net. That's our new address for questions. And I'll be back with Layla on our weekly Q&A with Layla.